welcome to another episode of the Glitter Cast. Just to give you guys an idea of what kind of a mood I'm in, as I was preparing the microphone and testing all the sound for, you know, in preparation to record this episode, I was like, test, 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 testicles, t- testicles into my microphone. And I'm just me hanging out by myself. So I hope you guys are being just as fucking weird as I am today. We are going to talk about Libra season. Happy Libra season. The sun entered Libra today. I can't believe I'm actually going to be releasing a podcast episode that is the monthly horoscope on the day that the sun actually enters the sign because I've been a sloppy podcaster lately and I'm open about it. Just want to give you guys a heads up. Voodoo is in here and she's been intermittently making little gremlin noises as she plays with her toys. So if you hear some weird gremlin noises in the background, it's probably voodoo, but it could also be who knows what. We're in the paranormal realms right now. Okay. Libra season. So we just came out of Virgo season, which is so much about that. Like, I don't know. For me, Virgo season is great because I feel like I get really organized and I get really on top of my work, but I also feel like I tend to take on more during that time. And then I also felt like at least during this Libra or Leo, fuck, listen to me, Libra, Leo, no, Virgo. Um, Even during this Virgo season, like I still can't tell you guys exactly what's happening, but I kind of mentioned in the Virgo season episode that I had like major life changes sort of unfold in the past couple of weeks. And I'm still going to hold off until probably the Scorpio season episode to really disclose more about what that looks like for me but uh, I'm not getting married that was a couple of people have guessed that if you do want to know again you can kind of reach out I'm just not making any public statements right now about anything that's happening okay so Virgo season was overwhelming for a lot of us basically because you know it's all about getting getting your shit together for where you want your life to go over the next year six months or you know even just the foreseeable future so Coming out of this like work heavy season, we're going into Libra season and Libra season is going to shift the focus to not only relationships, you know, Libra is a Venus ruled sign and it does traditionally rule the seventh house if we're looking at the natural wheel, which is where relationships are. Uh, But Libra is very much about self-love. It's about love in all of its forms. So love for your partner, love of self, but also balance. You know, if we're looking at the archetype behind Libra, it's balance. It's the symbols, much like, you know, Scorpio is the scorpion and Sagittarius is the archer. When we're looking at Libra, it's the scale. So now that we've all stressed ourselves out over Virgo season, you know, albeit got a lot of stuff done, Libra season is when we're like, okay, like let's do some extra stretching, which I actually... I did like a 15 minute meditation and a stretching session before I started this podcast, just because it's my, you know, it's practice for me at this point, but man, I could just feel how much I needed it. (laughs) And so if you have been neglecting your meditation practice or your stretching practice, Libra season is really about like getting back into not just like self-care evenings, but self-care rituals. And that should look like stretching and meditation of some sort at least a couple times a week even if it's only for 10 or 15 minutes and you know if you don't have a lot of time during your day and you want to sit down and watch tv and and kind of zone out or you know engage with your favorite shows I mean I think that's fine stretch while you watch tv you know it's it's okay if you 
I don't know, whatever it looks like for you, do, do some sort of self-care, but like have it be body center, mind center, all that good stuff. Centering. Okay. Um, okay. So I'm just looking at my notes here. Sorry. So the sun did enter Libra today and oh, guess what? Maybe this is why my brain's not working and I keep saying the wrong sign, but we have Mercury retrograde coming up on September 26th. And we all know that Mercury retrograde is when breakdowns in communication happen. Uh, things can get a little wonky with technology. Traffic tends to get worse. It's just sort of like an inconvenience. It sort of like creates bumps in our day-to-day and so this mercury retrograde is taking place in libra so we are going to see a lot of miscommunications within relationships the way to work through that is just to stay calm and diplomatic and if you're too pissed off to do that take a step away from the conversation or conflict and come back when you're collected and just Listen to your partner, say your piece, and vice versa. And if you have a partner who won't listen to you, it may be time to, you know, consider different partners because if you're not being listened to, then what is your role in that relationship? You know, you need to be heard. You, Everyone needs to be heard in their relationships. Okay. Um, you know, when we're looking at Mercury retrograde happening in an air sign in general, I do think that, like, I don't know, things can get weird cerebrally like more anxiety more insomnia so just again check in with your body check in with your physical stress levels because usually if you check in with your body throughout the day you can sort of ground and center yourself so that you don't fall victim to anxiety later not that it's a cure-all but it does tend to work so checking in with your body stretching breathing from your stomach We have a new moon on October 6th. And so I have the chart here for the new moon. And this is actually going to be an awesome new moon because we have, you know, when we have a new moon, we have the sun and the moon conjunct. They're at the same degree. They're right on top of each other. And during this uh, new moon, Mars is right there with them. So Mars, the moon, and the sun are going to be at 13 degrees Libra. So if you want to see how this is going to hit you within your chart, you will want to check any planets that are within five degrees of 13 degrees. So that's going to be eight to 18 degrees. Um, That will tell you information about where you're being hit, but also which house in your chart is ruled by Libra. That's also going to give you information on what to look for during that new moon. Um... (laughs) It won't be the most predictable new moon. And the reason for that is it's forming a quincunx, which is an, un- an unbalanced aspect to Taurus, which is a really unbalanced energy and planet on its own because it's just a wild card. It's totally unpredictable. It's like, it like let's be real. Uranus is the crazy, crazy planet. And um, yeah, it just is. So that is forming a di- like an exact conconx, which means it's at 13 degrees to the sun, the moon, and Mars. And so basically, like any intentions that you set, it's not that they're going to go bad. It's just it's not going to go the way that you think it's going to be. So you really need to be okay with going with the flow and sort of taking things in stride. And you have to almost relinquish control because it's really hard to be in control of anything when there's an aspect to Uranus, whether it's good or bad. Uh, I will say that if you're looking to set intentions and work some magic, it's good to 
pull from, you know, Venus type energy because Venus is the ruler of Libra. But this is a great time to set intentions around love, self-care, Money is good because, you know, Venus does rule money as well. And so if you're wanting to build things within that realm, if you're wanting to strengthen your partnerships, I would set intentions for that during this Libra new moon. But you know what? I also feel like whatever you're intuitively feel pulled towards, that's what you should be setting intentions around anyway. We have a planetary shift. So we're talking about Venus now. Venus enters Sagittarius on October 7th. And I will say that because Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter and it's such this expansive energy, whenever Venus enters Sagittarius, you have to watch out about how much love you're giving away, who you're giving it away to. Um, you know, Venus and Sagittarius kind of wants to connect with everyone. And that can be really draining um, it could also be really elevating if you're sort of like an extrovert. But I will say that like when we have something in Sagittarius, it can almost get with Venus in Sagittarius, it's like it can almost be too hopeful. And so you don't want to get lost in a dream. You don't want to get swept away by the idea of something. You have to ground and you have to make sure that like if it's a money, it's a, if it's a money thing that you're fantasizing about and your dreams are feeling really attainable, well, you can't just visualize them super well. You have to put in the work that goes behind it. So I'm just going to say like once Venus enters Sagittarius, make sure that you are staying grounded and putting in the work or at least acknowledging what the work will have to be to acknowledge your girl, your goals. It will be a good time for creativity and to sort of dream and create, but there's still a business end to anything that you want to do and you can't neglect that. Um, maybe for a little bit, but eventually you have to come back to it. When Venus is in Sagittarius too, people are, I feel like my voice just did a weird thing. When Venus is in Sagittarius, huh? when Venus is in Sagittarius, we also have to like, remember what we were just going to say, which I'm having a problem with right now. Uh, when Venus is in Sagittarius, oh yeah, you're going to be really charming. Chemistry is going to feel bigger than it might normally. So if you're feeling like you're really connecting with someone and you're really clicking with someone, it's easy to roll with that and be optimistic about that person. But it's important to still uh, pace yourself if new relationships or new friendships come into play during this time, because you can rush into things and regret it a lot later because it ends up being terrible. So, you know, just watch out for that. All right. October 10th, October 10th. Um, I have an appointment on that day. I have an appointment. Okay. Sorry. I'm like, am I telling you guys or reminding myself October 10th, Saturn goes direct and Saturn is, you know, our task manager, it's our rules, it's our laws, it's our time even. And with Saturn going direct, I will say that managing your own life should become easier, but it's going to, you know, coincide with how responsible you are. So since we did have Saturn in retrograde, it may have felt a little bit more difficult than usual to, you know, wake up at the same time, go to sleep at the same time. This should help you feel like you're back in the groove of things. But also if you've been feeling like things are slow at work, this is going to be a time when things do start to speed up. I am curious to see what happens with Saturn going direct because in its retrograde, we just had a lot of crazy things happen, specifically in Texas around, you know, voter rights and women's rights. And, you know, it's just been kind of messy. So I am interested to see what happens when Saturn goes direct, if we're able to progress in the way that we should be progressing. And I will leave it at that. But just on a personal level for you guys, October 10th, Saturn goes direct. This is going to be when building feels easier. 
So the things that you need to take care of, the things that you need to handle, the things that you need to do to build up your life, it should feel easier. But again, you have to be strict with yourself. You have to have responsibility. Jupiter, the planet of luck and expansion goes direct on October 17th. Now, I will say with Jupiter and Saturn retrogrades and direct motions, they don't really have as big of an impact on things like Mercury retrograde, Mars retrograde, or Venus retrograde because they are slower moving planets and the retrograde stages last for longer. So what I will say with, you know, Jupiter going direct is that, you know, Things that things might start to feel a little bit overwhelming, but also you should have your luck kind of like a lucky streak coming behind it. So the thing about Jupiter is like it makes things bigger and it also brings luck. And so, yeah, there's a lot of luck, but also like when you have new opportunities come through, that shit becomes overwhelming. And so you really just want to make sure that before Jupiter does go direct on October 17th, that you are making sure that you're ready for it that you are ready for your workload to increase, that you're ready for your responsibilities to get bigger because, you know, things are going to grow. It's going to feel easier for things to expand and get bigger. If your Instagram or social media has slowed down, you might see some growth once that happens as well. Mercury will go direct on October 18th, so that'll be nice. But I'll warn you, the post-retrograde shadow doesn't end until November 2nd. And the shadow is basically like when we're looking at Mercury retrogrades, you know, the retrograde starts at a specific degrees. I don't have the degrees written down right now, but it'll end at a specific degrees having moved backwards. And so since Mercury retrograde, let's just say for an example, if it began at 20 degrees, which it actually may have. Um, no, that's not true. Scratch that. I'm looking at a, the October 6th um, chart. And that is quite significant. Okay, sorry. I'm just having an astrologer brain out loud. Anyways, for example, if like Mercury retrograde started at 20 degrees and it went back to whatever degree it went back to before going direct again, it would have to basically crawl back up to 20 degrees to clear its shadow because that's the that's the amount of time it went backwards. That's many that's the amount of degrees it went backwards. So I can never tell if astrology is too convoluted to just talk about and I don't have like any like response to gauge. So sorry if I get on astrology tangents that are boring sometimes. All right. Um, I also feel like I'm going to get my friend Taylor said she, my friend Taylor visited LA, which was awesome. She's like an Instagram friend. I know she listens. Hey Taylor, she's actually going to be on the podcast soon, but, um, I was talking to her and she was like, I always yell at you just like when I'm listening to your podcast and you apologize for something like, don't say sorry, you had to take care of yourself or don't say sorry that you don't have anything to be sorry for. And I feel like I just heard her do that when I apologized. Okay. October 20th, we have the Aries full moon, but I'm going to say that like the vibe is going to be a little bit wonky in the hours leading up to the full moon. So it will be an emotionally charged day just because we're going to have like a T-square happen basically between Mars, Pluto, and the moon. So, and that's leading up to, leading up to the full moon. So that won't actually be active once we, once the moon is like a full moon. But I will say that that's just a lot of tension. That can be a lot of pressure, like putting a lot of pressure on yourself. It can also be like ill-advised impulsive decisions. So I know that Aries energy tends to make you want to feel impulsive because it's the first sign of the Zodiac and it just wants to be brave and, you know, go forward boldly. 
um, don't do that on this full moon. This is going to be a bad idea. So don't be impulsive. You can be fiery, wonderful, delightful itself, but like, uh, like don't be impulsive with things that could bite you in the ass later. Let's just say that when we're looking at this Aries full moon, this is going to be a good time for like initiation just because Aries does help start things. So if there are any projects that you've been wanting to get off the ground, you can use the energy of this full moon to sort of like, you know, let it, let it stir up your momentum for you. We've got, we've got a helpful aspect between Mars and Jupiter, but Mars and Pluto aren't getting along very well. So really it's going to be a situation where you just like have to choose to believe in yourself, but that's going to be with like, you know, being responsible, having a solid plan, doing the work, like all that sort of thing. Um, having boundaries, having good boundaries with people. Now, when we have this like Aries full moon, because it is happening during Libra season, there's going to be this weird like push and pull between like nurturing your relationships versus nurturing yourself. And it's going to be kind of like, how do you, how do you put yourself first? How do you balance your needs? How do you balance your wants without neglecting your partner? And so there will be themes around that. And, you know, you just have to kind of sit back and analyze how supportive, you know, assuming you have a partner, if you do have a partner, um, it's sort of a situation where it's like, you know, how supportive is your partner of you, you know, not spending time with them so that you can focus on your dreams and, you know, are they supportive? Are they not supportive? That sort of a thing. If you are single, this is also a really good time to sort of reflect on your relationships from the past, especially if you feel like you gave too much of yourself to somebody and kind of, you know, sacrifice your own wants, needs, and desires. And then, you know, it's almost like you break up and you have this epiphany that you were with a narcissist and you were just giving and giving and giving to them. And you just kind of are like, Oh shit. Like that makes me feel like crap. Um, don't feel like crap, but just don't do it again. And <laughs> you can use this Aries new moon or Aries full moon energy to sort of like release, um, any issues that you have about, prioritizing yourself when you're in relationships. And even like if you have any issues with feelings of self-worth, this is a kind of time to release them because there is a lot of like Im like self-imagery involved with Aries energy. So it's really just like, what do you need, need to get rid of around? Like how you see yourself, how you prioritize yourself, all that sort of thing. All right. And then the sun enters Scorpio on the 22nd. And that's that that is all I have in my notes for astrology I'm gonna grab my tarot cards they're right here I just gotta take a second to pull them forward almost there sorry I don't edit these you guys like know that and now Taylor's yelling at me for sorry for apologizing again okay All right. I hope you guys survived that Pisces full moon, man. That was, um, I felt like the energy on that one was palpable. It's just like everyone's shit, your own shit, just feeling all the things, man. There's been so much activity around me lately, like not even just within myself, but within like people I'm close to. And I'm just like, holy crap, like all the things are happening right now. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I had to take a sip of water. Okay. Aries, I'm singing song. Um, okay. Sorry. I'm just pulling the right cards. Trying to see if anything, um, I just feel like a weird thing with my equilibrium with Aries and I'm almost wondering if 
you know, there are going to be some bloody noses for Aries. Um, I'm worried about sinus infections or something like that. But it's really, I think a lot of this is going to be coming from like just basically Libra season telling you that you need to find your balance. So make sure that you are practicing that self-care, that you're taking care of yourself, that you are, you know, even just throughout the day taking you know, taking the two minutes that it, or not even the two minutes, the 30 seconds it would take to just like bend over, touch your toes and stretch your lower back in the middle of the work day, or like, you know, roll your shoulders, like little things like that and deep breathing. I think that's going to sort of be like the thing that will help pull you out of that. I do have the six of swords, which is usually a travel card, but I do also have the seven of swords here. Um, the six of swords in a lot of cases can also be just like journeying, journeying towards clearer waters, calmer waters. And so what I'm seeing with these two cards next to each other is that there's an optimism happening with Aries right now, but there's also like an uncertainty around like what changes may come with that, if it's actually going to happen. I have the emperor here. And then I also have the six of coins as my crowning card. And so I would say this would have to do with like job or money or even personal security. And so it may be a situation where it's like you're looking to move for a new job or you're thinking about applying for another company, but like the thought of change gives you anxiety or something. And the emperor card here is just kind of like, hey, you need to put on your business, your business pants and your boss bitch crown. And you need to remember that you're strong enough to overcome any discomfort that's ahead of you because ultimately, like, you are a boss. You're going to do what you need to take because you're an ambitious, strong person. And just, like, you know, believe in yourself. Even if you have self-doubt that's natural, talk yourself out of it or don't let it get bigger than you are. Uh, we hold ourselves back when we let our self-doubt get bigger than we are. And so, you know, you can be in control of that if you choose not to let it, you know, conquer your ambition by holding you back from opportunity. So that is my message to Aries. Taurus, what do we have here? Okay, we have the Ten of Cups, Seven of Swords again. Um the Ten of Swords, and the Hanged Man. So, I mean, I feel like with Taurus, it's sort of like this, like, grappling with the dream and the reality and feeling like you're stuck in a reality that doesn't really um, look like what your dream is. Um, or, you know, maybe you're living what you thought was your dream and you're starting to realize that you've kind of outgrown it. So I would say for Taurus, it's like the important thing is to kind of acknowledge what you've outgrown. Think about where you want to be in one year, you know, and, and if in one year you want to be exactly where you are right now, then this spread just doesn't apply to you. But if in one year, two year, three, you know what I mean? Like, what do you want that evolution and change to look like? And if it looks like something completely different than what you're living now, you have to completely change your life. And until you do that, it's going to be this consistent cycle of, you know, wanting more, but not actually getting it. And so this is like, I feel like this is such an intense tarot spread. I'm so sorry. Um, what's nice is like, I pulled an extra card, um, 
to sort of bring balance to the heaviness of this spread. And I did pull the Empress, which is really nice because it's just sort of like this message of like, hey, you know, not everything has to change very quickly at once. You know, you find out that you're pregnant and you don't have a baby for nine months. And so it's just kind of like you still got to conceive, you know, you still have to make, you still have to make the act of, of baby making, but instead of making babies, make yourself into the awesome dreamboat person that you want to be. And whatever, whatever you think is going to add to your dreamboat status, whether that be a career change or even like even being a parent or like buying a house or a new car, whatever that looks like, you know, just think about it. I'm going to leave it at that. Gemini, what are you crazy? What are you crazy people up to? I feel like the Geminis have been too quiet lately. It's like, what are you thinking about? Why are you guys so quiet? Um, I have, okay. I'm like, now I know what you're thinking about because I did the tarot spread. Um, tarot tells me all. Okay. I have the seven of coins, the high priestess, the eight of swords, and the six of coins. And so I feel like there's a little bit of, I don't know, it's kind of about timing right now, like timing your actions. Because the seven of coins, like to me, that sort of like, For whenever I see sevens, I think of illusion and fantasy and things that aren't quite like they're not exactly real. And so I feel like you have to cut cords with fantasies that are never going to become real. And that's what I'm seeing with this spread, because there's other good stuff that wants to come in for you. Um, but you're it's almost like you've been betting too much money on something like it's like you've been betting your money on the same horse over and over and over again. But the horse still comes in at fourth place every time. And so it's like what or who have you been betting on over and over and over again? And it's just like maybe it changes a little bit. But like ultimately at the end of the day, this ride is too slow for you. And it's time to sort of decide, like, you know, are you going to keep betting and maybe something will happen or are you going to look somewhere else? And, it, you know, it could be relationship. It could be friendship. It could be career path. I mean, it's so unlimited what this could be. So, I mean, I almost feel like this is sort of like your your sort of tarot spread lesson is like, Think about what needs to be eliminated because there are things that are like it's dead weight, you know, and this could even be like financially. Uh, when was the last time you really looked at your monthly charges? Because I bet there's at least one or two streaming services that you haven't used in a couple of months or there's some sort of app that you signed up for the free trial for and then you kind of just forgot about it and it's been charging you like, you know, however much money a month to like I like identify plants and you're like I don't like I just wanted to play with this app you know delete and unsubscribe from the apps that you're just playing with that you don't actually use all right cancer I'm just trying to pull in cancer energy it actually feels feels light for cancer energy I mean, it feels content. Let's see here. 
not that there's not struggle for cancers. I just mean that the vibe in general surrounding y'all feels lighter than normal. Um, I would say because of that, it's important to ground because otherwise you can sort of float away. But you know what? Sometimes sometimes you need to float away too. So if you're overdue for like floating away for a little bit, go float away. All right. Uh, I have the three of cups, the princess of swords, the princess of wands, and the knight of cups. So um, honestly, I would say with something like this, like, it, you know, it's about reconnecting with your friendships, but it's also like reconnecting with like your youth in a lot of ways, the things that make you young, whether that's like your curiosity or your exuberance or your, you know, um, optimism, your, you know, being social, whatever that looks like. It's sort of like reconnect with the things that make you feel young, uh, engage in activities that make you feel young. When I see the princess of swords, I just feel like, okay, like let's study something new. Let's build upon the knowledge that you already have and like, you know, get serious about a study. So if you're listening to this and you're into the witchy stuff and you've been wanting to take astrology classes or something like that, like take the classes or, you know, if you've been wanting to write a blog, start the blog. Like this is just sort of like initiation, initiation around those things that are kind of going to be knowledge building, um, having fun, princess of wands, creativity, all that good stuff. And then the knight of cups, I think that there's something good coming for you, something sweet coming for you. Um, embrace it, just let it in. Don't, I wouldn't even question it, honestly, as long as you're not taking things too seriously, because it's like seriousness should come in time. But I feel like there's almost like a romantic energy around cancers or a sweet, calming, peaceful energy. And it's just like, let it, let it come in. All right, Leo. Leo, my girl Sam is a Leo. I love her so much. Girl, I love you. Okay. So I'm like trying not to read these cards for her now because she's a Leo. I'm not. I'm reading it for all you Leos. Okay, so I have the four of cups, the eight of swords, the ten of wands, and strength. And I feel like whenever we see the four of cups, there can be hurt feelings over something. And the eight of swords is sort of just like, you know what? You have to decide to get over this or it's never going to leave. And so it's kind of like be the bigger person, rise above it. If it's something that happened a really long time ago, you have to decide to like, release it somehow. And I'm not talking about like major trauma, obviously, because that's quite different and it's not as easy to like release or let go of. But if it's just like a grudge, like who needs to hold on to a grudge, you know? And if someone has a grudge against you, you have to stop letting it bother you because like, fuck that person. You know what I mean? Like who cares? Who has time for a grudge? No one's got the time. Um, with the 10 of wands, I will say that you may be trying to take on too much. And so it's going to be important that you, you know, especially with that eight of swords, there are really organized with yourself, uh, that you don't take on additional favors that other people ask you to do because you have your hands full with what's going on with yourself right now. Um, be better about setting boundaries. You know, if you, Promise, you know, if you, if your friend asks you to go out for dinner, but you've been working like crazy all week and you really would just rather stay at home, say, I'm really sorry. I'm just burnt out. I need to stay at home. Don't make up a lie. Cause people know, like, you know what I mean? Like I so much more respect it. Not that I ever make plans. Oh my God. I'm like the biggest stay home homebody ever. But that's why I like whenever I do make plans, they, they, they don't get canceled because it's just like such a rare occurrence. But if you have, you know, if someone does break plans, I mean, and they lie about why I, I instantly know. I'm like, just tell me you're not in the mood. Just tell me you'd rather stay home. So if you'd rather stay home, do that. 
Your crowning card for this spread is strength, which basically just means that you've got this. Like, you know how to tap into your strength. Don't be afraid of your strength. Uh, Don't let other people intimidate you or push you around. Even if you have self-doubts, put on the poker face. You can at least do the poker face. I know you. And you're going to you're going to kill it. You are much more capable than you think you are. Someone's guides wanted me to say that. That was me talking for the guides. Okay, Libra. Enjoy the energy boost of Libra season, you guys, because I feel like whenever the sun is in someone's zodiac sign, there tends to be a little bit of an increase in endurance levels and vibrancy and joy. So enjoy it. Embrace it. Congratulations on, you know, adding another year to your to your vault of wisdom. Okay, so we have we have that we have temperance, which is like just relax, enjoy, enjoy all of the things. Uh, King of Pentacles, either like you're you're good right now, you're flush with money or money's going to be coming. But this is usually like I mean, not usually this is like a very positive card when it comes to finances um, and with the temperance card here, it's kind of like you can just like lay back, and, you know, and, and enjoy it and wait for it to come. I do have the seven of cups here, which I, you know, when I see that, I just say, watch out for manipulation, watch out for sketchy characters. Don't be sketchy yourself. Don't be manipulative yourself. Uh, you know, watch out for gaslighting. If someone's gaslighting you, remove yourself from the situation, especially if they're using love, like to do it. I, I just, you know, <sighs> I'm like, I have the page of cups here, so I'm just like being protective of you guys. And I'm worried about like slimy people trying to like love bomb you, even though they're trash under the surface. So like, don't get love bombed. Don't like, don't let some fuck boy or fuck girl like come, come toy with your head. But I also feel like this isn't like, it's just something to be aware of. It's not a huge threat because like, you know, if on the other side of that coin, I feel like with the page of cups, it can be like, oh, like a resurgence of love if you, you know, it's almost like a renaissance period. So if you have this ability to have like a, a romantic, dreamy escape in love, don't do it with a person who's going to hurt you. Do it with someone you can trust. Like if you're in a relationship or something, this is a really good time to embrace that. Just sort of like bringing romance back to the relationship. But if you're single, like why don't you romance a hobby? Why don't you romance yourself by improving upon your character, by learning how to podcast or start opening your tarot business, like build a website for yourself. Like what do you know, what does that, what does that look like for you? Okay. Scorpio. Um, I'm just pulling the cards. Um, I'm just trying to see what energy I'm tapping into. It just kind of feels like almost like a heavy, not a bad heavy, but just like a little bit of, it almost feels like there's a weighted blanket on my face, <laughs> like an energy, like a weighted energy blanket on my forehead. Um, I would almost say with something like that, it's like give your intuition a rest and just allow yourself to be a person who focuses on logistics. Like try, like, like honestly, that's what I'm feeling where it's like, try not to read too much into signs right now. I feel like everyone's intuition needs a break. Um, here like every now and then so you know for me I always have to be able to go to the psychic place but I've done a lot of training to learn like how to turn it on and how to turn it off and so like now I'm just like okay well I'm only gonna like try to be psychic when it comes to reading clients and I'm just gonna try to live my life like a normal mortal person so 
I would just back off from like doing unnecessary readings, doing readings from yourself. It's always good to meditate. It's always good to check in with the guides. But like, I think this is more about just living logistically for a little bit, especially because I have the Knight of Swords, the Six of Coin, the King of Coins and the Four of Wands. So I also feel just like business and your daily grind and your daily hustle and money manners and the material realms are going to be What's taking up the bulk of your thought right now? So whether it's an investment or a move or a job change, whatever that looks like for you, growing your business, which this all looks auspicious for with the Knight of Swords, the Six of Coins and the King of Coins, like that all looks really good. And the Four of Wands at the top, it just looks like, man, like, yeah, like just do the work, but don't put too much on yourself. It's more about like, you know, whatever track you're on right now, break it down into small pieces, knock out the small pieces as you can. Don't put too many social demands on yourself. Don't try to like obsess about what your crush is thinking of you, which is like a very Scorpio thing to do. Um, just be, just be mortal. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Sagittarius, you are Sagittarius. Sagittarius. Okay. I'm pulling the cards. All right. So, I don't know. I feel a little bit emotional. Um, a little bit, feel a little bit in my solar plexus. Just um, almost like when your stomach flips because of like feeling sad or feeling emotional or something like that. And like the heart chakra feels a little bit heavy. So if you are experiencing anything like that, I mean, I think that will shift when Venus enters Sagittarius anyway, which is on October 7th. Um, but I mean, Venus and Scorpio now, like that is kind of a heavy placement. So it makes sense if you are feeling like if anyone is feeling heavy in their heart right now, I feel like that seems like it's kind of tracks um, with Venus being in Scorpio. So when Venus enters Sagittarius, I think a lot of that's going to go go to the wayside, but I'm also feeling a lot in the solar plexus and it's just sort of like, you know, sorting out any, any identity issues you might be contending with right now, even if that's like reaffirming your confidence within yourself. Um, I would just do a lot of meditation about like studying your confidence and, and just reminding like, like I would almost say like cultivate a healthy relationship with your ego because I have the five of cups here, the queen of swords, the 10 of coin and the four of cups as well. So this is like, there's a lot of sorrow here in both the five of cups and the four of cups because the five of cups is a loss and the four of cups is like bitterness affiliated to a loss. And so if you are feeling bitter about like some sort of, you know, emotional loss that you've had, or if you're just feeling like bitter at people in general, you know, even in our political climate, it's easy to feel bitter at people because they're not on the same side as you. Like, you know, whatever that looks like, um, it's almost like you have to focus on work and you have to focus on money for a little bit and you have to like build up your self-esteem and, you know, find your, find your self-worth and find your confidence outside of any pain or trauma that you felt in the past, because it's really like the more you linger on something like that, the less you're able to direct yourself in the direction you'd like to go. Um, so I do think that it's really about reconnecting with your wits, reconnecting with your smarts, uh, and being very grounded when I have the 10 of coins here, like, it's just like, that's such a heavy, heavy card in the sense that it tethers us to earth energy a lot and to the tangible realms. And so it really just feels like I would almost visualize like 
I don't want to say anchor is on your feet because that could make it difficult to move forward. But like just visualize yourself being anchored to the ground, um, anchored to the path that you want to ascend and make sure you're looking forward instead of backwards. That's what I would say. Um, You'll feel better. It'll be fine. You just got to like, you know, roll with the that's that's my song. Well, with it, could you imagine if I was a singer? I'd have like the most ridiculous songs because they would just be what I thought of while I was actually podcasting. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. Capricorn. Energy levels actually feel pretty good for Capricorn, which is nice. Uh, I will say my throat chakra is immediately feeling like it is like closing up a little bit. So, Capricorns, make sure that you are. Not censoring yourself to the point where it's, you know, not doing you any favors. Obviously, like some form of censorship happens every day, you know, so you can be professional and you can be composed. But like I'm talking about real important censorship, like make sure you're not doing that, making make sure that you're speaking with your heart. I am feeling a little energy like shooting up from the heart chakra into the throat, which is kind of closing up. And so I feel like it's like you need to speak from the heart. You need to let people know how you're feeling about them. You need to like take some chances on love um, and you need to say nice things to yourself too. So I actually have really great cards for Capricorn. I have the nine of cups, which is emotional fulfillment. I have the full, which is new journeys. I have the four of wands, which is sort of like, you know, feeling calm, but still feeling elevated. And then we have the lovers as a crowning card. So I do think that there's definitely a new journey, a new start happening. It could be a creative journey, a romantic journey, or financial journey. It just depends on where you're at in your life. But you have to be willing to put yourself out there to receive those opportunities. And you have to be okay with taking those first steps. You know, when we have the Nine of Cups in front of the full like this, the Nine of Cups is very comfortable. It's very content. And so when we have the full, like after that, it's sort of like, okay, well, are you stopping yourself from moving forward because you're content in your situation right now? And the four of wands is a very still standing card. And with the lovers as the crowning card, it's sort of like, hey, like you need to reignite the passion within yourself, even though you have it pretty good right now. You're pretty happy in your life. You do want, you know, you do want more. We all want more. We're all hungry for more. And whatever it is that you are wanting to work on and change, it's sort of like you have to find that passion. You have to feel it in your like in your loins and in your stomach and and in your heart and you have to let yourself get fired up about that change because you're kind of cozy right now so get yourself like seduce yourself to like the other side so wherever you visualize I'm gonna give you a little meditation visualize yourself at like like your your baddest bitch self I'm like, or baddest bastard. I'm like, I don't think that works the same, but your baddest bastard or bitch self and kind of visualize that person in front of you and then follow them. Like let them take your hand and bring you where you want to go. You know, let them whisper to you when you're being complacent or you're procrastinating, you know, come on, we have stuff to do. Like, don't you want to be over here? Um, so let, you know, let you 10 paces in front of where you are now kind of coax you to walking the path that you want to go down. All right. Aquarius. It's almost like equal parts hazy and equal parts clarity. 
And so I do feel there, like there's this sort of like ebb and flow of feeling like things are really crisp and clear and then like having days where you're feeling kind of out of it. And there may have just been more of a pronunciation of like that juxtaposition lately. Um, I would carry clear quartz on those hazy days. Just make sure that you're cleansing them in between every use because quartz is super observant, absorbent of energy. Okay, oh, man, all these lovers, like... I got the lover cards again for Aquarius. So I have the Ace of Swords, the Five of Cups, the Three of Wands, and the Lovers. And I almost feel like there could be like a sadness because like one of your friends is getting married or one of your friends started dating someone and they're spending less time with you. Like that definitely aligns um, with this card. But there's almost like whenever I see the Five of, or like with this spread, there, whenever I see the Five of Cups, I'm like, there is some sort of emotional loss here. And with this collection of cards, it's sort of like you had like, you might be grieving a little bit right now, but you have to um, sort of pull yourself out of the funk. Um, even if you're, you know, just feeling like you're kind of bummed out, you have to look for ways to pull yourself out of it, whether it's like going and taking a walk and, you know, learning something new or, or visiting different friends or even go, like, I don't know, I, like I was going to say, or going on a dating website. And then as soon as I said that, I was like, that sounds so grim. I never, I never jived with it. I was like, in the time that I was single, like the three years that I was single, I think I went on one Tinder date and I was like, yeah, that's enough forever. So, uh, but you know, look at like reach out. That's what, that's what someone's guides are saying. Like reach out and pick. Cause there's different paths that you can choose from, but it's just kind of like, you're like, you're almost sitting in sitting in a little bit of sorrow or self-pity or something like that. And I don't mean to be disparaging by saying that. Um, but it's just kind of like, okay, like, you know, your mind, your mind knows what would make you feel better. You have to convince your body to get up and follow through. And if your body doesn't feel good, then think of something that will be gentle on your body that will, you know, put the focus on, on where you're not feeling good. If you're, if your head feels clouded, go for a walk and start reading, you know, like reading, you know, reading can help with depression just because it gives your brain something to think about that isn't going to cause anxiety or bum you out. Go for a walk, get fresh air, re, you know, reunite reunite yourself with your senses. All right. Pisces, last but not least. Ooh, girl or boy. I pulled the devil down. Five of cups. Why is everyone so sad? Okay. Um, I know why <laughs> it's the world we live in. Uh, okay. So with the devil, I just want to pull a little bit of clarity. Okay. So, I mean, whenever I see the devil, next to the five of cups, like I do see a little bit of like, okay, but like you need to take responsibility for your part and anything that's happened recently that sucked and like kind of have to get real with yourself about like what your unhealthy behaviors look like. We all have unhealthy behaviors. So get real with yourself about what they look like because there might be a little bit of an avoidance happening right there. And also remembering that like, even just like like calling yourself on your own shit is really empowering. And once you can identify a problem within yourself, it becomes much easier to fix it. And it's nice to know yourself. And if you do know yourself and you know what the problem is, then you kind of have to call upon your strength to remember that you've like overcome this thing before. I do think that you are due for a good amount of rest though. So you don't have to like, you don't have to put too much pressure on yourself to get a lot done right now, but you should be making sure that you are building yourself up, building up your strength, because I do think that things are going to get busy for you probably during Scorpio season. I did pull the full. So, you know, as one, as an extra card, just because I wanted to throw in an extra one. And that is sort of like new journeys, 
moving forward on a new path. And I just want you to kind of feel like, you know, you have something new to look forward to, but right now it's sort of like taking care of yourself, finding your balance, finding your equilibrium, which is so much a part of Libra season anyway, like finding your balance, finding your calm, finding your peace and working, you know, worrying about what needs to get built up a little bit later, you know? So if you need to take like the first week, week and a half, two weeks to just like take a lighter workload or take a lighter social, you know, to order food instead of cooking it just to give yourself a break, whatever that looks for, you know, make sure you're doing that. Um, take some time to congratulate yourself for the traumas that you have survived as well. It's, you know, I think it's just kind of a chilled out time to be honest right now for Pisces. Um, but there may just be a little bit of soul work, you know, letting, letting go of some stuff, you know, calling yourself out, all the things we've said, you know, watch your escapism, make sure you're being present. Pisces, you know, and escapism are kind of, you know, kind of go together. Very, like they, that, that shit just goes together. Anyway, <laughs> that was a really fast, um, I feel like this was a really fast episode. I can't believe I got through everything in 50 minutes. Hopefully I'm not going to get a message from you guys and be like, Hey, you left me out. I'm a, but I'm like, I'm like, I did Aries, Taurus, Gemini. I'm like, I think I did them all. I'm like, did I do Virgo? I'm like, shit, did I leave out? Okay. If I left out Virgo (laughs) message me, cause I'm like, I'm just going to release this. If I left anyone out, let me know. And then I'll, I'll upload an update episode tomorrow. And Please find me online on Instagram at Rainbow Glitter Star for the podcast at the Glittercast. Oh, please rate and review. It helps me so much if you rate and review on Apple Podcasts and RainbowGlitterStar.com for all of your witchy needs. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful Libra season. It's finally fucking fall. I am so excited. All right. I love you. Bye. Bye.